Chocolate is sitting in with us. Bradley Brad in the house. How, how are you doing, Brad? Very good. Happy to be here. It's, yeah, oh, I, well, and I, I suppose I should make it so that our audiences could hear us. Uh, I'm going to take a little quick uh, uh, mute trip here. This is much better. Okay, yes, and so yeah, Bradley, Brad, so good to see you again. Thank you. I'm very happy to be here. Uh, what have you been up to lately? I've, uh, you know, just been uh, living my life after the... Uh, uh, no. We don't have to get into that if you don't want to. It's uh, okay. kind of, it's, I know, I know. Um, yeah, uh, but... Uh, Bradley, Brad and I, uh, we used to go to college with uh, uh, one of the candidates' kids. Uh, was it uh, uh, that Wolfer guy? Harry Wolfer? Do you remember that guy? Rich? Is that the East, Eastern Oregon guy? Wasn't there a... Harry Lonsdale. That's who I'm thinking of. Do you remember that guy? Harry Lonsdale. Yeah, man. That's... He's not running, is he? Uh, he's, if he's not dead, he's up there. Did, did you vote for Lonsdale, Brad? Uh, I believe I did. I did, too. Um, anyway, uh, I was going to, we, you know, we, we try and uh, keep this stuff a little bit more organized. And uh, as uh, trench diggers kind of putting the pressure on us. Uh, in fact, geez, they got these editorials they want us to start doing now. Um, I'm going to try and procrastinate that a little bit longer because we have Bradley Brad here. Um, Brad, some of the uh, uh, folks out there may not recognize you because it's been a while. We're all a little bit older. Uh, 
um, I'm going to, in fact, I'm going to go ahead and show them a little something. Uh, uh, maybe we can talk about this, one of your first early characters. Yeah, so um, that was uh, that was Bradley Brad there, uh, also working with uh, one of our uh, favorites, Mr. David Farrell. Um, uh, I I believe your character was uh, Philip something. Philip <laughs> Kennedy. Uh, Kennedy, yes. Um, what 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 did it take for you to discover that that character? <laughs> you know, it took a lot of work, and uh, you know. I probably owe an apology to David Farrell for. He was an industrialist <laughs> for stealing that scene. <laughs> Lint, Lint Chocolate knew Philip Kennedy. Apparently, there's something about a. You were like a. What I my recollection from that movie? It's been a while. It's called the Harlequin. Um, speaking of which, we might be getting a phone call from somebody pretty soon. I better check. Make sure we don't have any. Uh, yeah. Okay. Good. I didn't think so. Um, no. Uh, the uh, the Harlequin, and now uh, he was an industrial baron, uh, if I remember correctly, Philip Kennedy, uh, and uh, he was very rich. And uh, I, I think these were a bunch of uh, fat cats, the type you'd see, you know, uh, meeting with Lonsdale and and Hales to, you know, let's let's build condos. Yeah. And uh, that's my background. My father was an industrial capitalist, and so it came very natural to me. You grew up filthy rich, didn't you? I did, yes. I did. It's very nice. Uh, now, uh, what, what makes you rich people so different from us that are not rich? Well, we've got uh, the money. That's a big part of it. <laughs> Man, I'd, I'd like that money. Money sounds kind of cool. George Simpson had some thoughts on that. Yeah, I, and she just thought the rich were better. I, are the rich just better, like superior in some way? No, I think it's, it's just that money thing they've got. So, so like a poor guy can go from being poor and then all of a sudden he's rich. And then the, uh, the rich guy can, like, what was that? Eddie Murphy did a movie like that, I think. With... Uh, Harry Lonsdale, Vince Lombardi. Anyway, uh, well, let's talk a little bit more about this uh, this other role you had. I uh, I seem to remember you uh, did this thing. Um, I, it was actually it was my first movie. It was called Templeton, and uh, uh, you played my lead star. Um, let's let's go down memory lane with that for a little bit. Here we are, Templeton, nineteen ninety four, ninety five, somewhere in there.
Yeah, and we are back. That was uh, some scenes from one of my first movies, uh, Templeton. I guess that that's so far back. That's like when uh, Bradley Brad went by a different name before he became, you know, it was like prior prior to the Blue Note. And anyways, uh, we're we're gonna get. I so want to get into Blue Note. So want to get into Blue Note. So yeah, that's a good point. Lint brings up a good point. Um, we did Templeton and all that, but let's get into Blue Note. So. Blue Note was uh, what? It was kind of a, a possession that something just would take over my body <laughs> late on weekend nights sometimes. I remember that um, I was in this uh, groovy band called The Butler and His Freaks. Um, I think you were like somehow got involved. I don't, it's so fuzzy trying to remember back then. Uh, but, uh, uh, I remember in particular like 4 a.m. these like special blue note performances that we would get. Uh, uh, one one night in particular, you you had a thing for um, this. Uh, you did this amazing cover like Tracy something. Tracy, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I don't recollect that. That one. Like a, like a I'll drive a fast car, something like that. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, well, uh, we're going to pay some bills, so we'll be right back. Uh, let's hear from our favorite steakhouse. Yeah, uh, we're going to try a little something. Uh, uh, it, it appears that 
Uh, Bradley Brad has left the building, but Blue Note has joined us. He's going to be joining us on uh, backup vocals. So let's uh, let's just take a real quick second. We're going to readjust here. We're going to come back with some really cool music for you. Here we go. And ladies and gentlemen, Blue Note to the mic, my friend. That's just too cool. Um, you know, Brad, let's let's put you you deserve a mic. Why don't you take this guy? Right. In fact, keep keep talking to that guy. I need to hear you. Okay. I, I need some more. I, uh, say, why don't you spell your name and why you're here? <laughs> Again, uh, my name is Bradley Brad, and uh, I'm uh, here just to uh, relive some of the magic that was. At one time. And is no Amen. more. <laughs> is no more. And there will be no more. This is a this is a little old one we used to do. I'm, I'm wondering if maybe you'll remember this one. Uh,
Yeah, man, that was fun. Let's uh, let's take a real quick commercial break. Yeah, man. It starts with the gear. A well-seasoned pan and a hot flame and utensils. We'll put it in a pan and keep it sizzling. Hot and delicious. One bite and you'll love it. See what renowned head chef Raul Armanda Augusta Castillo is cooking up. Check out our mouth-watering daily specials. We serve the finest transcontinental delicacies that are out of this world. Where are you going to find the best meal in town? Shave Bristo. We're cooking for you. Ooh, yeah, man. I, uh, I'm just having a great time here. We got Lint Chocolate in the house, Bradley Brad. Um, we, you know, we were so busy last week um, waiting for some guests that never showed up that we uh, forgot to run our, our favorite little uh, Portland Orbit Report. Uh, the guys at Portland Orbit Report have been really helpful and kind to us. In fact, there's a recent article and an interview with us about the show. You should check it out. But uh, let's take a look at this uh, this uh, report that is uh, about uh, one month late. That's my bad. I'm sorry. Here it is. Ghost bite. White. Normal. Riderless. Alone. Chain. A riderless reminder. Killingsworth at 9th. A ghost bike reminder. To be safe. Tragedy here. Accident slow down. Ghost white riderless alone roadside bike. Do they notice? Do they care? Do they know what it's about? Haunting whisper. Ghost bike remember. Okay, thank you, uh, the Portland Orbit Report, and uh, we are back live at the studio, and, uh, <clears throat> you know, I was, uh, I had about three other guests lined up tonight, um, but I'm just having too much fun with my old friend Brad here, so, uh, ladies and gentlemen, let's bring him back out, Bradley Brad. Yeah, Bradley Brad, woo! We got Lint Chocolate on lead guitars, as always, Mr. Stephen Sibila on bass, and yours truly, the great, wonderful, rockin' Rich Reese. Uh, so, Rich, while I got Brad on the couch here, um, uh, you've been doing some traveling a lot, haven't you? I, I did, yeah. 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 Seen anything new or interesting or exciting? Any words of advice? Well, I went to visit a couple of friends down in the Bay Area. Uh-huh. Um, 
and two of them were guys I used to play music with when I was in college, which was in Eugene in the mid-90s. Wait, what band was that? I don't know. We didn't even really have a name. I mean, this was before I was in the soul band. These were just some guys I used to get together with, you know, play some rock music, some drugs, like weed and stuff. Like right, that. right. But anyway, so I'm hanging out with these guys. As you probably all know, I'm totally clean. I don't even smoke cigarettes anymore. Yeah. It was such a great time. We played some rock music in some studio in the city, and we were having a very nice dinner of some clams. Uh huh. Clam house. It was a very pleasant evening. They were so excited that I was there that they bought a bag of cocaine. Oh. And they stayed up all. These guys are 40, by the way. <laughs> I'm not naming names, of course. Yes. And yes. They, I passed out on the couch, and they just like stayed up doing lines, and it was very interesting. They, you know, I, I hear it gets tougher as you get older to um, at least score i don't know uh, one of these guys that's what i've observed city down there they're like you know yeah. they're the kind of guys that know how to get stuff but that was like the most exciting that, that's pretty wild that kind of reminds me of a wedding i was at in brooklyn with a, a guy that uh in down south Powell? Uh, no, the other one. The other one. It, well, it's close. They're like copying everything we do. That other Brooklyn. Sure, uh, sure. Is it Lads Edition Brooklyn? I I get them mixed up. But the one near Manhattan, I believe. Right. And uh, we are at some party, and I don't. It's like a wedding thing, and I again, I don't. I'm voting someday, maybe the ninth or tenth. But like, uh, you know, I don't want to incriminate him either. But uh, his wedding was in New York. And there was cocaine involved, and a lot of chases across the bridge. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's a lot of activity. And I got stranded. Like I think I got stuck at the where they did the when Harry met Sally restaurant. You know where that is with the orgasm scene, the famous uh, orgasm. They happened to be open all night, and so I hung out there for a while, oh, man. drinking Heineken's, seven dollar Heineken's. So. Oh jeez, are you sure you weren't at JFK or something? No, that'd be twelve dollars, I think. <laughs> anyway, but uh, yeah, my my good friend Bradley Brad has joined us. When did you get here? I I just now. Man, you sneak up on people. You sneak up on people. Um, so we just did a little bit of uh, some uh, Jeff Dog and the Potheads um, walkthroughs. Uh, that was uh, that was one of the songs were a lot of our repertoire back in the day. Uh, uh, Kodachrome was not i don't think we ever did that live well let, let's get to jeff dog and the potheads never played live what why do you think that is um no one would have us after the rehearsal <laughs> well we were and, and you know uh, another guy i don't want to incriminate but uh, john chandler was like a harmonica player he was great and he was really into us doing a lot of black sabbath songs uh, we did Wizard. I believe we uh, worked on the Wizard for a while, and uh, and I was struggling with War Pigs. I gotta say, I love that song now. But uh, uh, we we did work on She Said She Said. I remember you and I did the harmony. I felt like we were kind of getting there, weren't we? Yeah, we could have nailed that one. Oh. If, if we'd ever gotten to play anywhere live, but we didn't. So, yes, Jeff Dog and the Potheads never played anywhere live. I think we had about eight or nine practices, and Brad said, uh, this this isn't working out for me. I have to focus on journalism or something, right? Yeah. Um, so, uh, things moved on. Uh, Bradley Brad left, and then about a couple months later, I came across this guy, Blue Note, 
that looked just like him and he was doing nothing but the blues yeah it, it took over my life for a while Did, uh, I remember having to bail you out of jail as Blue Note and bring up no it's actually Bradley Brad it's not Blue Note at all down there at the Lane County uh, Courthouse boy they got to know me after a while but uh yeah, so uh, what was with that stint? How long were you in for? Uh, until you came and got me. I'm not sure how long it was. I think it was like less than 72 hours, but um, I was pretty strung out on uh, seasickness pills, actually. I was like, you know, I didn't know what they were. I thought they would like help me sleep. So, um, I lost all track of time. Anyway, uh, yeah, and then we, uh, yeah, we got we got to where we are now. We all have our uh, families. I uh, hear you're a grandpa now. <laughs> That's not oh no, I got some bad info on that. Some bad info, David. God, how embarrassing! How embarrassing. Um, okay, well, uh, I guess just to be fair, we're gonna um, pay some bills and uh, let you see. Uh, some other commercials here, and uh, and then we're gonna get right back into some editorials. So here we go. sitting in with us. This is our new song.
fades in the sunshine Jonathan Edwards, may you blow my Welcome to the Peasant Revolution Band Variety Hour. I'm your host, Jeff Dodge. Mr. Rich Reese and Steven Sabila in the house. We also have Lint Chocolate, special guest guitarist, lead guitarist, and the exciting, wonderful, and peculiar Mr. Bradley Brad. The, the, the top of his forehead there, anyway. Um, but uh, some things have been handed to me on my desk here. Uh, God, my vision's getting weird here. Um, these are some editorials we've been having. Uh, I guess there's been a little uh, spat between some of the uh, some of our advertisers. And uh, I speaking of advertising. Oh wait, I'll, I'll, I'm going to do that later, right? Okay, we're going to do that later. Uh, let's let's start with this first editorial. Um, this comes courtesy of the Fremont Fremont Hills Sky Courier. Fremont Hills Sky. Oh, they do good stuff. Uh, all right, <clears throat> here we go. We appreciate our hard-working restaurant workers in our town. On those exhausting days when a home-cooked meal requires too much effort, it's nice to live in a place where there's a variety of quality dining experiences to choose from. It is from this reason that a recent rivalry has reared its head in an unusual forum. Uh, it's become a concern. It has occurred during commercial breaks that air on the oddly named internet program the peasant revolution band variety hour well, that's not odd 
one. Show host Jeff Dodge seems quite the simpleton. Simple. What does what do you mean by that? So we can't imagine him creating a ruck us for the sake of increasing the ratings. I you know I'd never do that. Uh, what's happening is two restaurants are duking it out like cats and dogs in a pet pet food factory. Each month, the establishment seems to be taking turns running ads claiming to be better, the better spirited, and it seems to be getting uglier. The escalating fracas is cringe-inducing, causing a loss of appetite in a community where we all value all restaurants depending on the moods of our palates. Political candidates making personal attacks is bad enough, but when it happens between two fine upstanding establishments we demand it stop well there you go that's wow fremont hills sky courier they uh i'm not picking side i'm gonna take a guess here rich brad uh this is something to do with i think shea bristo and the steakhouse you guys i don't i'm usually too busy to watch the ads right. i don't usually know what they're saying but um i I plead the fifth. Well, who's producing the ads? Well, that's a good question. I don't. I, I don't like to ask questions like that because they might just quit giving us money. So I just, you know. Right. I mean, I think this is really up to like the sales department. Well, we've we've got another one here. I think uh, so. That was the uh, that was the Fremont Hills Sky Carrier. Oh, and the Fremont Hills Beacon Journal. That must be up there on uh, over by the uh, graveyard there, like 51st oh, or something. sure. Fancy town. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Perfect for Halloween or All Saints Day, I guess. All Saints Day. Um, <clears throat> the refusal to restrict the freedom of speech of any American is the cornerstone, the very bedrock on which the Fremont Hills Beacon Journal stands. We strive towards this notion of integrity. When we learn that our rival newspaper has a problem concerning a petty squabble between two local restaurants, we must sound off. Restrictions of speech and expression on any manner are un-American. While others threaten to move to Canada, we call out our concern. Let the advertising continue on the Peasant Revolution Variety Hour. If that's how the business chooses to conduct themselves, it's up to the people to decide ultimately. Two restaurants that want to make assertions and counter-assertions on a show as mind-numbingly dim-witted as the Peasant Revolution Pan Variety Hour have that right and shall not be um, Anyways, Brad, uh, I was going to ask you a question. I, it helps sometimes remember by a, my guitar the old guitar here uh, but we were talking the other day and uh, you were uh, you're, you're telling me about some uh, beers you've been brewing um, you want to go through the brewing process for me please <laughs> well I, you know what I've been focusing on is the carbonation which is I think really an overlooked aspect uh, to the beer if you want to get into really it's carbon dioxide or mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. it's just a, a fine molecule uh, what, what might not even associate
associated with good beer. What do you do to get the beer? Well, you have to brew. Brew beer. First. And does that involve, uh, you know, stuff? Yeah, there's, uh, you know, you brew all the barley, white variety, barley more, yeah. red variety yeast, instead of What? There's water here. Is that like how you get your nut brown? Hey, hey, you know what? Just forget it. Let's do this one. You remember this one? 